Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with a word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and I do give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 254 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we're heading back to room A203 to finish up our story. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blaine Courages You is coming to you with how BCU got to be BCU in the first place, part two. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. Hey there, BCU fam. Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here with another podcast on the go and part two of my testimony of how BCU came into fruition. So when we were together last time, I had left off mentioning that I had been feeling burnt out in the position that I was Uh, taken care of at work, the position assigned to me, I should say, at work, and was ready to do something else. And the Lord just (laughs) beautifully worked out a situation where I moved from what I was doing to actually teaching our clients. And I realized how much I liked what it was that I was doing. So God be glorified there. Around that same time, the Lord spoke to my former pastor and first lady about having me to teach uh, in the congregation and I believe it was for a particular service. I don't remember which it was off the top of my head. The detail isn't important. What is important is that I I was sort of reluctant to do that. Nonetheless, I was obedient and while the presentation was as rough as sandpaper, the support that I received just It did my heart some good, and I thank God for that. Now, I was not, BCU fam, at this point, expecting or really had a a strong desire necessarily to do any teaching in the church. And I'll tell you why. And it's funny, as I'm talking to you all, this is really just coming into my mind. When I grew up, I grew up in church. And I praise God for that experience. I do. I thank God for it because it really did give me the base 
for who I am today. And the way that things were situated at my my church, the, the, my church that I grew up in, is that there were people who held particular positions and did certain things. And they have been doing this from when I was a young girl. So when I grew up and got saved, um, anyone who wasn't in a particular position, they did other things such as sing in the choir or lead praise and worship. And, and that was pretty much the extent of it. And there might have been a couple of other things, but those were pretty much what you did. And because that's what was ingrained in me, that was really what I thought I would be doing, either one or the other. You know, you help out during the church banquet, things like that, but nothing, you know, when it came to teaching or any other sorts of, of gifts of the Spirit. And I didn't really know much about it because I'm still in my early saved days. So when the Lord led me to the, to the church with my former pastor, uh, Bishop Elliot and First Lady Elliot, and I was asked to teach, I just figured this was a one-time thing, right? So as the Lord is working on me in, in parallel, and I love this, he's working on me at work with my training and teaching craft. It so happens that a position opens up for a what's called a regional trainer. And this person would be in charge of teaching and training employees. And I, I don't know, BCUVM cannot tell you. As a matter of fact, I think someone mentioned it to me. I think that's what it was. Someone mentioned it to me. And I said, you know, I'm going to go for this. I felt confident enough to be able to go for it. And the Lord blessed me to put together a presentation that I had to uh, had to work out with my manager at the time and a couple of other people. And they told me that I was born to do this. Ooh, Lord, I thank you. This is this is secular, BCU fam. This has nothing to do with church. They told me I was born to do this. And and I <laughs> was over the moon ecstatic. I was in charge of making sure that I was probably about 75 people or so over uh, three or four states were properly trained and educated on various topics. And I had carte blanche as to how I was going to present it and work it all out. And it was it was it was an amazing job. And I loved it because I could be in my home state, you know, uh, in the morning, and then I'd be two or three states away that same day because Northeast, East Coast, you can go from state to state within a matter of hours. So I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the variety. I enjoyed being with people. Uh, it was phenomenal, BCU fam. I enjoyed that quite a bit. So in that that particular position, I had to go to what's called a platform skills class. Now we're still at work. And platform skills is just a it's it's a two-week session where you learn how to stand in front of an audience, how to project your voice, how to use certain questions and gestures to engage your audience, how to make sure that you are engaging rather than just lecturing all of those kinds of things there's a lot that goes into platform skills and my job sent me to this platform skills class 
and as I was being educated and soaking in all of this great information from these these senior trainers, I said to myself, you know, I'd like to do that one day. They were called area trainers. And I said, I'd like to do that one day. And I just sort of left it at that because I was so content and felt so blessed with the position that I had as a regional trainer. I was good where I was. So it's about a year or so later, not quite a year. And one of the trainers that was teaching the platform skills class that was part of that team reached out to me BCU fam reached out to me and said listen I am going to be moving into another position doing something else you should apply for my job BCU fam I <laughs> I, I am blown away at this point and I say what no I said I haven't been doing this for more than a year I, I'm content where I am. I don't know that I can, you know, actually pull that off. And, and the trainer said, no, you'll be fine with it. Go ahead and apply. And no sooner than I finished the conversation with the individual that their manager called me, the manager of the team, of the platform skills team, and said, you, are you going to apply for the job? Is this really? So that was my confirmation to go ahead and apply for the job. And I told the Lord that if indeed, if indeed this was for me, then uh, I'll take it. And if not, I would be okay because I was happy where I was. So went on BCU fam to interview for this, this bigger corporate position. And with the grace of God received it. And this position allowed me to travel nationally as well as internationally to teach in front of people. And I would teach in front of upwards of 40 people or so. And it doesn't sound like a lot. Uh, there's classroom management and things like that. And I know people have had bigger venues. That didn't matter. I was just excited to be able to do that because here we are. This, this, this little young lady, you know, from this, this, this small state and being able to stand in front of an audience and to, and to teach like she said she would when she was a little girl and the path was not straight and even, but God got me there and I thank him for that. I thank him for the opportunity to be able to go to uh, different countries, different cities, different states, and to take the Lord with me. Because not only BCU fam was I teaching or, or talking through uh, the material that was assigned to me, it was also a way to witness to people as well. And it was a way to bring Jesus to people as well, because the Lord led me to get into the classroom early and to pray over each seat where people would be sitting that the Lord, that when they left that classroom, that they would not be the same again, that they would have a hankering in their hearts to want to know Jesus that they would be healed, delivered, saved, strengthened, and set free. That was my prayer for all of the people that came through my classroom. And I'm sure that the Lord honored those requests. And I praise and thank him for that. I do. I do. 
So BCU fam, as the Lord is helping me to perfect and, and not I'm perfect, but helping me to perfect being in front of an audience and knowing the content and, and presenting it in a way where people are engaged and are actually learning something. The Lord, uh, he's just awesome because I'm getting all of this on the job. And with that, my pastor and first lady are asking me now to teach more. And it, it led me to teaching in front of the church audience at our conferences and our local meetings and being received to God be the glory as, as a person who has a gift of teaching. And that's when, that's when the Lord let me know that what he put into me as a desire, as an eight-year-old, where I just was, you know, saying, didn't even realize what I was saying, um, that I, I wanted to be a teacher or a nurse, didn't even realize it, that the Lord had put that into my heart and brought it to fruition, not only in my, in my secular life, but also he affirmed me as a teacher, as the word of God says, because he does give some teachers. So there are apostles and prophets. And there are different parts of the body. And God gives gifts to everyone. And that was the gift that he gave me. And it overwhelms my heart just thinking about the Lord choosing me out of all people to and entrusting me with his word and with his people to be able to teach them with authority and with the confidence and boldness in which he gives. And that blesses my heart and it overwhelms me. And I'm so grateful to God for that. So very grateful. So, so very grateful. So I give God praise, glory, and honor for that. So as, as the Lord is blessing me in this area, I didn't realize it either at the time, and, and he just uses people. He used probably, I think it was a 14-year-old young person to tell me, because again, I didn't know anything really about the gifts. I'm still sort of early in my in my walk with Christ. It was not super early, but sort of early, and not knowing everything because God doesn't reveal everything all at one time. I think this, this young person was probably about 14, 15 years old and said, you definitely have the gift of encouragement. And with the teaching that I was doing, and, and you all can see that uh, in, in the style of teaching, I didn't even, I never put two and two together. Never did. And I still remember the day that the young person said that to me. And the Lord just confirmed it in my spirit. I'm like, oh my goodness, I do. That, that It makes sense now. It all just started to make sense. So the Lord let me know what the two gifts that he had given me was and that I was to use those to his glory, to his honor, to his praise. And not to think of myself as just someone that would you know, lead a, a, a service or just someone to sing in the choir, but that he could use me 
beyond that. There's nothing wrong with those things, but he didn't have special picks and chooses <laughs> that could only do that. He had many people that could accomplish those same things, and, and I just glorify God for that. So with that, BCU fam, uh, I just be just continue to teach continue to teach and the lord even worked it out while i was teaching abroad the lord worked it out where i had opportunities to teach at our national or international conventions and i believe i had two or three um times where i i taught and led seminars at our bible way conventions when i was at, at bible way and just phenomenal opportunities to meet and interact with the people of God. Uh, there was healing and deliverance in, the, in those sessions. We weren't here just to, to talk or to, to pass time. We were here to give God glory, honor, and praise and, and to make sure that the work of God was done. And I have a special affinity for the people of God as far as maintenance is concerned because very often and, and you all have probably heard me say this before, we emphasize, as we should, repentance, baptism in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and being sure that you have the gift of the Holy Ghost, and, and knowing, you'll know that by speaking in another language, that's the initial evidence that you've never spoken in before. And that's all in Acts chapter one and two. So that's that's the foundation of salvation. And we cannot get away from that. The Lord has pressed on my heart that after that, there is a life that we have to live and how are we applying those scriptures to our daily lives? And that's where the ministry that God has given me comes in because we can go and, and we can follow with through with Acts 238 are we doing the rest of what God says and that that includes me too so that's where the Lord has led me now with all of this that's going on I was single and because I was no longer a 21 year old single person I felt the need to blog about some of my experiences and encourage the women of God who were no longer 21 but single because it's a very I would say I would say it's a it's a blessing and it's, it also can be challenging it can be challenging and you have to be delicate in how you are approaching and speaking to and ministering to someone who is in their 30s and beyond single than you would someone who is a little younger. And of course, you, you have to be sensitive all over. It, it just, as people become older, sometimes uh, it's a little bit more difficult uh, to, to be married. It's not impossible, but it's difficult. And the challenge in waiting sometimes can have us to make the wrong types of decisions. So uh, the Lord had me to start something called Blend Blogs. And I, I was here to encourage the women of God in their single season. And as the Blend Blogs started to take off and develop, the Lord gave me some insight to start to move away from topics of singleness and to encourage more than one person or more than one group of people and make it make that encouragement for everyone so not 
just be geared toward women, but toward everyone. Now, as all of this is happening, social media starts to take off, and there are various social media platforms. Now, the first one, y'all, some of y'all might remember, was called, um, oh my goodness, MySpace. I did not like MySpace at all. I, I remember my daughter being on it and me being so upset about her getting on that thing. But nonetheless, uh, that was one of the platforms as well as I believe Twitter was around uh, shortly after that, if I'm not mistaken. And then, you know, Facebook, of course, made its appearance. And there was a social media platform called Panama, Panama. And I, my youngest brother and I got on that platform and I would... I was on Facebook doing one thing, and I got on Panama to do, like, the word of the week. And, and I was doing, you know, vocabulary types of things, just trying to bring a little more class to social media because there was so much trash. I was trying to bring some class there. And the founder of Panama, which is now defunct, was very appreciative of that. So I say that, BCU fam, to say that I had to choose a name to go under when I posted my word of the day. And the Lord gave me, Blend Courages You. Just like that. Just like that. Blend Courages You. So that was my handle or my moniker for Panna.ma. And I gained a little following there and was grateful for all of the interaction. And at some point, that shut down because, you know, Facebook became bigger and then Twitter and then Instagram came along. So Panna.ma did end up uh, leaving the scene, but the name stayed around. So Blend Blogs eventually rolled over to Blend Courages You. Y'all see that? And uh, with the letter U, Blend Courages You. And that's where... I started to change up my format and look for ways to encourage the people of God in everyday ways that we can take the word of God and use it in an everyday way and make sure that we're pleasing to him in our word, thought, and in our deeds. So after that all happened, I'm still blogging. Around 2009, if my memory serves correctly, I the the Lord had led me to be the Lord had led my pastor to have me had me to head up the singles ministry because we hadn't had one. And there was a group of single women, and we did so many amazing things together. We would go out to eat and talk about different topics and get ourselves ready to be prepared to be married. Uh, not that we had any prospects that were coming up, but we wanted to enjoy the single life and be fulfilled and, and take care of ourselves. You know, we wanted to take care of our finances and take care of our health and our mental health and our emotional health and are we walking with the Lord spiritually? Rather than just sitting around waiting to be chosen, we should be busy and doing things and be fulfilled and be whole as a single rather than looking to be married and be a whole because that does not work. So as this is happening and we're meeting up, uh, this I think it was 20... I think it was 2009. No, I'm, I'm sorry, BCU fam. This was, yeah, 2009, 2008, 2009, something like that. 2008, I should say, 2009, somewhere around there. And one of my nieces, 
and this is one of my church nieces says, you know, our auntie, and she was single as well, she said, you know, we should do a little Bible study, you know, for women, and, and we should do something online with that. And I said, hmm, you know what, that's not a bad idea, not a bad idea at all. And this little thing called Periscope was all the rage. So I said, maybe I'll teach on Periscope and, and see how that works out. And I believe the first thing that I taught on Periscope, I did a Bible study on the book of Ruth. And <laughs> that just, it whet my appetite as, as I did that series to go ahead and to do more. I plan to be on Periscope one time. That was it. And then uh, the Lord just put into my heart, do some more. And, and that continued. And I continued to, to teach on Periscope, which again is now defunct, but nonetheless uh, taught for years. Now, with that teaching on Periscope, and again, BCU fam, I cannot explain to you how the Lord uh, directed my path. I, he just puts things into your heart and will let you know what to do. The Lord just put into my heart, podcast. Podcast. And I said, well, let me look into how to do a podcast. I, I don't know much about this, don't know anything. I've listened to them before. How can I get this done? And I cannot tell you, because it was God, how he put it together. He just gave me information and and, and walked me through what to do. And and I, I don't have an outline as to how I did a BCU fam. I, I, I can't explain it. All I can say is, is that it's God. And in that, the Lord worked it out. I can tell you that. I was approved to podcast on Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud. It was called iTunes. It's now Apple Podcasts and a few other platforms. The Lord just laid it out for me beautifully where I was able to just record and load those recordings up in a, in a fashion so that I am a, an official podcaster. And this was probably around uh, 2010 if memory serves correctly, that I did my first podcast and have been podcasting ever since. So that brings me from, you know, that first one so long ago up until, you know, podcast number 250. And there were a couple of times where I took a hiatus. Uh, there was one point in my life where I had a lot of different things going on uh, family-wise that I needed to attend to. And then uh, post-pandemic, I was off for a while as well. Uh, I ended up getting married and moving and had to uh, pull all of that together. So the Lord ended up, you know, working all of that out. And we're back and we're here and we'll continue with God's grace to podcast until he tells me something else. So I just want to thank God for the opportunity of uh, the opportunities uh, that he has given me to learn how to teach and to do that so that he is glorified, honored, and praised. I thank God for the ways that he's made. Uh, the path, as I said, was not uh, straight to get where I was going, but the Bible lets us to know that all things, Romans 8, 28, work together for the good to them who love the Lord and to them who are the called according to his purpose. So everything that I went through and I didn't tell all of the BCU fam. It all had a purpose, and it was to be to this end so that you and I could be together, even on this very podcast.
I tell you, God is just so great and greatly to be praised. <laughs> and the chimes came in right on time. So we just thank God for that. I thank God for social media. I know that uh, it gets flack sometimes from people because of the content that or the things that happen on social media. Uh, we can use it for good. So I thank God for being able to use it for good where you know, people can be encouraged from right where they are. People can be taught right where they are. We don't have to be in the same room, uh, in the same building. Uh, we can be all over the place, and that is an act of God. So we just thank him for that. And finally, I want to thank God for all of you, for your prayerful support, for playing the podcast, and for sharing them, and for the commenting, and for telling people about it and all that you do to make sure that the word of God is spread and that somebody is blessed uh, by what has been said. So that's, that's what it's all about, that someone is encouraged and strengthened to go on or that someone says, you know what, I need to know more about this good Jesus that she's talking about. So that's what it's all about. This is for kingdom building. This isn't for me, but it is for all of you. And I thank God for the part that you all play in the BCU family. So I do praise God for all of you. So it is with a very full and grateful heart that this young girl, okay, <laughs> maybe not so young anymore, but that's all right. We thank God for it. Uh, this uh, older young person, how about that? Is getting ready to sign off. So once again, everybody, this is Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com. Uh, thank you all again so much for tuning in today. And until the next time we are together, may our amazing God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you all peace as you stay on the wall.